Welcome back to the Chasing Daylight, everybody. How you doing today, Joe? I'm good. Uh, Joe and I are flying a little solo mission here today. Uh, stat guy, unfortunately. Busy saving the world. It, he's out there saving, yes, exactly. Um, chair's empty, a little lonely in here, but I think we're going to make it through. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So. Dude, there is so much to talk about in this episode. Uh, we got the PGA Tour talk, uh, what's coming up this week, our look at this Instagram segment, a lot going on in the Viva Las Vegas, and we're going to cover some news right after we get done with this. Stat guy, take it away. It's funny, my dad can do that sound really well, and he was doing it to Theo, and Theo was going, <laughs> spitting all over everyone. Uh, so, a um, couple things. Uh, the cliffhanger that we left off with last <laughs> week <laughs> was The Hangover. Uh, for some reason, I could not think of that movie to save my life. So, one of the memes that I saw was Dustin Johnson on the face of one of the guys from The Hangover showing up back at Augusta on Sunday after yeah. not being there for two days. So that's what that was. And then you actually had a little rap for Oh, me. did I? Yeah, I, I had to dig deep for this Uh-oh. to find it. Um, oh, it's on my phone. Um, but Harbortown was not Pete Dye's first course. Why are they saying that on Golf Channel then? So that's I, a Golf Channel rap fart. Golf Channel is really messing with you. Um, I found, because I was doing some digging, because I was like, I wanted to verify that, because that's some cool shit. Um, but it says here. But I didn't, did I say that on the episode last week? I don't think I did. Didn't you? I don't think I did, because I heard it the day after. I believe because they weren't well, even covering it until. Oh, were you, maybe it was at league night when you told us. That? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Well, then never mind. I won't get into. But it. But I want to hear now. Oh, um, it said Die made the decision to become a golf course designer in his mid thirties. Alice supported his career change, became partner in the new venture in nineteen sixty one. The couple visited and talked to noted golf architect Bill Diddle, who lived nearby. He warned them about the economic uncertainty of the profession, but they persisted. The first design from Die and his wife was the nine hole. El Dorado course south of Indianapolis, which crossed a creek 13 times. Those nine holes are now incorporated into Royal Oaks course at Dye's Walk Country Club. The first 18-hole course created during 1962 in Indianapolis and named Heather Hills, now known as Maple Creek Golf and Country Club. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so. Cool. They're at another Pete Dye course this week, too. Dude, Pete's got so many courses on tour. Oh, my goodness. It's It's crazy. Unbelievable. So um, that'll head it. That, that sums up rat farts, I guess you could say. Um, and we're going to go into some news. There, there's something going on. I, I, love, I love controversy. It's fun. <laughs> it's entertaining. And sometimes I think the guys over at My Golf Spy think that controversy is ratings. And that's, you know, 
yeah goes from there um everybody knows my stance on them so i'm just gonna i won't get into that again but um golf ball cuts and my golf spy are having a little war of words <laughs> back and forth and um th- this this comment was left by tony uh one of the main guys over there at my golf spy um and he said everyone gets to have an opinion but we've measured over 2,000 golf balls for weight compression diameter and general consistency he's a guy with a pvc cutter and not a single piece of other ball testing equipment I suspect he's never had a single conversation with anyone inside the golf ball industry, let alone numerous experts. He's likely never had a single discussion with an expert into how drawing conclusions from cutting alone can be problematic. I'm guessing he's never talked to anyone about the degree to which uncertain, uncentered cores or uneven layers matter. Sadly, his words being taken as gospel, but the reality is that a $200 PVC cutter doesn't make you any sort of an expert. <laughs> which, I mean... Okay, that's your opinion. That's what you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessary to put that out there. Well, first of all, he's not making any claims to anything. He's cutting balls. And and for those that don't follow Golf Ball Guts is he... There's no way he could do what he does with a PVC cutter, like a handheld one. Yeah. Because he makes ball markers that are really clean and, and flat. Um, and he makes shot glasses. And you cannot do that with a PVC cutter no. uh, out of the golf balls. So. And he also does, like, cufflinks. He does cufflinks. He does, like, does ma- magnetic ones. Really cool stuff. Yeah. But he, you know, was one of the first to start cutting golf balls open and, and looking at what he was finding and reporting on it. And I, I, I mean, it's info. You know, I don't look at him. Right. It's not gospel to me. It's a guy that cuts open golf balls for his business. Right. And is reporting on what he finds. Now, Titleist does say on their website, an off-center core will change your dispersion. That's what he's looking at. That's what he's basing it off of. Um, I don't think he's out there trying to challenge my golf spy for what they do. You know, he's just cutting out golf balls. Um, right. Like I said, I love their journalism, but it's this stuff that drives me nuts about them. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, they, they do do a lot of testing, and, and Golf Ball Guts is not making any claims to what the off-center core does. He's just, you know, stating what Titleist says on their website. And from his findings, he's finding that a lot of them are off-center. A lot. Yeah, and, and he I think he was talking about the Pro-V1, which he has not found any, like, off-center cores because there's no core issues. When you, when you dive in with the core, that's where it's hard. The issues in it, I mean, it's, it's not easy to do. Yeah. You know? Callaway invested a shit. I find it interesting that on the TP5s, those things are well made. The one he just recently cut open? Yeah, every one I've seen that's been cut open, it's real nice. Yeah, I played the TP5 that Roar sent. Um, He sent me some of the new ones. And I played that the first eight holes at uh, Las Vegas National. And I played pretty well. And then I put the Chrome X in just to get a feel for it and... Game kind of went south from there, <laughs> so <laughs> I believe my statement was that may be the last Chrome X I ever hit. Yeah, um, I played the TP5s this weekend too, the yellow ones. Co- uh, the cover is way better than the la- last uh, generation, way better. Yeah, I never played the other one, so I couldn't attest. And now that. I don't know if it was just the yellow or, if, but the yellow was like a paint cover. So what they did on the new one is they added like a urethane cover over the paint, I believe, um, and it was it held up much better. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I hit it well. It it stopped on the greens. It wasn't releasing crazy. I mean, it's... It felt a little longer to me, but spinny off the driver. I'm probably... Once I'm done with this box, I'll probably go back to Pro-Vs. Yeah. Good to know. Um, and 
You know, uh, I've been doing reviews on the breakfast ball for a while now. And every now and then I get something sent to me that is just, I don't think anybody would get anything out of it. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of bashing brands. You know, it, it takes a lot to create a business, create a product, market, distribute, yeah. produce all that. It, it's work, you know? And so I don't, I'm not in the, I'm not here to just bash people and, and make them, you know, feel bad about their accomplishments. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, and, and what I've done in the past is anytime I've gotten something to where I feel I couldn't put an article out there that in some way was productive. Yeah. No, I don't mind saying having some criticisms in the articles, but if it's nothing but this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, right. I, I send it back. Like these guys are only making this product with a PVC cutter, $200 PVC cutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I send it back to them. I'm like, okay, I'm, we're not gonna be able to work together on this. I'm sorry. Good luck. Yeah. Say la vie. But, um, I got an email and talking with some of the other people that do what I do, they all received the same email. Um, I may have been the only one who accepted the challenge uh, to review the feedback, the feedback putter grip. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was interested. I, I love to tinker. It's intriguing. And uh, I mean, th- th- this thing, um, <laughs> you, would, you would not know it by that sound, but... That's me tapping the putter on the ground here in the in my office. Um, it's not rebar. It, <laughs> it sounds like rebar or it, something. It arguably is the worst golf product in the history of golf products. And that's saying something because there's some bad things out there. Uh, and I was like blown away with, I mean, it's a quality made product. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. An, it's an aluminum, airplate aluminum grade metal grip. That's held in place. I'm giving them more time than they probably deserve. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it makes the putter sound horrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Uh, I didn't it, like one thing about it, and I was ready to send it back. But I thought maybe I had done something wrong. So I went to their website, and then on their website, they have a video of a guy. And I encourage anybody, if you want some entertainment, go to their website and check this out. <laughs> And after that, I went, no, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, they sell these things for 90 bucks. Crazy. Which is absurd. And I mean, if they've sold some and they've made some money, good on them. But uh, yeah, so check out my Instagram feed if you want to see what this thing does to your putter. Uh, there's absolutely zero feedback. Joe just went out back and yeah. rolled a few putts with it. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Straight trash. It, it's forky. Makes no sense. Forky all day long. So, um, that, yeah. Okay. Next, um, Billy Horschel, not a fan of the arm lock. Yeah. Did you hear that? I did. What's your thoughts on the arm lock? I mean, whatever. I don't know. Everybody can do it if they want. So. Do you, uh, think it helps? Not me. It doesn't help me. I don't think. But the people who use it, do you think it helps? Uh, if they've chosen to do that and that's what they practice and that's what they can dial in, then yes. But everybody has the option of that. So if you want to put in the time and you think it helps, then put the time in and do it. Yeah. Easy as that. Yeah. I wasn't, a. am not a fan of the long putter Yeah, where you anchor it on your chest and you just have to float it. It's not a fan of that. I don't think I, I kind of look back at what Harvey Penick said and he thought that your hand should have to touch on a putter. 
that's, you know, it's just like any other club in the bag and yeah. your hands need to be touching when you putt with it. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of the long putter and I just, I just don't get it, but that's me. Yeah. me neither. Um, that's me, but I'm, it's curious to see if, uh, I mean, it, there's nobody really out there dominating. I mean, Bryson's had a couple good turns, yeah. but he's doing it way different. Right. I mean, if you were to go back 30 years and hand somebody on the PGA Tour Bryson's putter, they, <laughs> they, would be they like, wouldn't be able to flip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pop with yeah, that. <laughs> no pop. Um, and then congratulations to you, sir. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a couple wins I had this past week. So which one are you talking about? Oh, God. Oh. Well, I won the skins and dots game on Saturday. Tied the dots game, but it's technically a win. Technically a win. Uh, and then I won the Corey Connors. Yes. Pick and then Stuart Sink. And closes to the pin. Oh, yeah. At, and I did win. Five iron. The, that's right. You it was had a, a hell it was of a week. week of wins. A week of wins wow. for Mr. Keys over here. Nice. Uh, nice job with with the bet on uh, Stewie. Yeah, I wish I put more on him. One hundred twenty five to one, just slept on. Yeah, and threw two dollars on him. It's uh, what seventeen years since his last win. No, he he won earlier. Oh this no, season. no, uh, se- oh, seventeen years since he, he won, won at there. RBC. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. he had won it twice before. Yeah. So, uh, he's uh, I mean. Old guy taking out Morikawa in the final group. He's starting to get Ryder talk, Ryder Cup talk. Really? Well, which, I mean, he's up in the points. Yeah, I mean, he's third in yeah. FedEx Cup. So uh, we'll get to that. Oh, actually, we can get to that next because that's what we got up next. Uh, but, hey, nice job on yeah. – uh, pay attention when we're putting out the odds and listen to what Joe's talking because <laughs> he's won more times this season – I yeah, mean, I've had some good ones. You've yeah. had some good ones. I don't he know. He took if, and he finally made up for it. Congratulations to Sink. He he made up for my Harry Higgs loss. Which yes. Harry Higgs at that time was 125 to one too. So, but I had more money on him. Yeah, but um, you know, it was cool seeing it. his family with him. It was you know, it's super cool to see him and his son Reagan. You know, interacting on the course. You know, like now that I have a son, it's like that's super cool. You it's, know, it's very cool. Yeah, I love seeing that. Um, so, yep, Stink wins the RBC Heritage. Um, how much of the tourney did you watch? Uh, I watched a, a good amount, yeah, because, um, you know, I had money on them. Um, There's some really good holes on that golf course. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. I like how you're, you're winding through the trees, and then it kind of opens up to the sound. Yeah, it, it uh, it's something, you know, we don't get that type no, of stuff out here. Definitely so it's, it's very intriguing. I'm looking forward to getting out there one day and playing it because it, it looks like a, a just oh, a fun golf absolutely. course. Absolutely. Ton of fun. And uh, a little bit more conducive to my abilities to not hit the ball long. So. <laughs> <laughs> Small greens. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Small greens. Um, on the European Tour, John Caitlin won the Austrian Open. Uh, PGA Champions Tour, Steve Stricker, captain. Huh. He won the Chubb Classic. Uh, Lydia Ko on the LPGA Tour went off. I didn't catch any of that. Uh, 28 under. Um, it was night. This is something I, I'm, I hope the LPGA <laughs> considers doing. The Wednesday through Saturday was good because it was the only golf that was on Wednesday. I watched a lot of the first round coverage. Um, it was in Hawaii, so that helped. So the 3 p.m. our time was you yeah. know, earlier there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of TV footage. Uh, Dana had a great tournament. 
Um, not a great tournament. She had a, a good tournament, made the cut, uh, got herself some cash. Um, and Lilyko just went off. Yeah. Off. Uh, I was looking at Dana's stats, and one of her weak points is putting. You know, when she was averaging 30, 31 putts, and Lilyko was averaging 24 and 25. Wow. So th- that... That does it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Crazy. So congrats to her. And then, uh, Peter, how do you say Peter's last name? Uh, I think it's Uline. Uline? Uline. Peter Uline won the MGM Resorts Paiute Championship, which we'll cover a little bit later on in the Vegas segment. So congrats to all the winners this past week, including Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Our pick results. Um, I'm in a funk right now. Uh, no points again for me. I had Kisner and took a flyer on Kiz, and it didn't pay out yeah. at all. Uh, Joe had Corey Connor, so he won the week. 115 FedEx Cup points to him, plus some bonus points for a top five finish. Jeremy had Daniel Berger. He had 55.2, plus some bonus points for a top 25. Uh, as we sit right now, Joe has accumulated 2,390 points. I am fading fast. <laughs> I had closed the gap to yeah, remember you, you were a couple hundred, it. and uh, now I'm down 424, almost 425. And Jeremy, even though he's had a couple good weeks, is still 1100 points behind. Long way to go, still. Yeah, but that's where we're at. Super uh, season. <laughs> the super season mm-hmm. continues. The FedEx Cup points through April 19th. DeChambeau still is your leader. Justin Thomas, Stuart Sink. Popped back up yeah. at number three spot now. Uh, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley round out the top five. The OWGR, as of today, the 19th, no changes. And there's been no changes in the top 15. Really? Which I know they didn't have, there wasn't any golf going on this time last year. So I don't, I'm not sure oh, yeah. how they're affect, how that's affecting. Because I know right. it's a two-year loop. Right. So I don't know if they're just keeping the two years worth of events or if it's 24 months. Hmm. So I'll have to look into that and see. Interesting. Wish we had a stat guy. Yeah. Look into that for us. Um, but yeah, so you got DJ, Justin Thomas, John Rom, Colin Marikawa, and Bryson DeChambeau in your top five. So coming up this week, we have a really cool event. This is the only team event on mm-hmm. the PGA Tour. It's the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. They play at the TPC Louisiana. It's 7,400 yards, par 72. Uh, John Rahm and Ryan Palmer are the defending champions from 2019. Because of COVID, this place or this event didn't take place. It's a 500-point event, and the winners split the points. And so I thought it was each get 250, but uh, that's not how it works. They So the team that finishes first finishes first and second. Oh, okay. So they get the first place points and the second place points, which is 500 and 300. Total it up is 800. And you split 400. it, you get 400 points. So that's how they do the points. Okay. So don't look anything into that because who knows? You'd have to get a list of how each point break down for each <laughs> yeah. event and then divide and right. carry one. And no. Uh, so that's how they'll be distributing the points. Um, this is the only team event on the PGA Tour. Uh, the Zurich or the, the New Orleans event has been around since 1938. It's one of the longest events on the PGA Tour, longest standing events. And this is the fourth year that it will be played as a team event. Now, I haven't gotten too much into this because it just hadn't seemed appealing to me. But then I started looking into how they do it because it's it's not just stroke play. Right. Um, 
the uh, rounds one and three are a four ball, so the best ball. Mm-hmm. Um, all four balls are in play, best score of the whole. It's a score for the team. Uh, and then rounds two and four are foursomes where they play alternate shot. Um, four foursomes play. Players will rotate tee shots. One player will hit tee shots on all the odd numbers holes, and the other player will hit the tee shots on even numbered holes. Uh, don't need to go an example for that. Um, total strokes will be taken. The team's total score for that hole. Four ball play. The players on each team will play his or her own ball throughout the entirety of the round with the best score in each hole recorded, which we just said. Um, the field will be consistent of 80 teams, 160 players. Each top available players from the PGA Tour priority rankings who commit to the tournament will choose his partner, who in turn must have PGA Tour status unless he is chosen as a tournament sponsor exemption, which Peter Uline is in this event. Yeah, he is. So I don't know if he got exemption. Does he, or does he? He had played a couple couple uh, events, I think, on the on the tour, I think. Yeah, so um, I like that there's different formats. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's different formats, and it's teams, so it it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's fun. So I got a list of all the teams here if you got a question about who's playing with who. And uh, it's I think it's going to be fun to watch. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, it's I, always I, nice to see something a little different. Yeah, and how they... I mean, you never think John Rahm and Ryan Palmer would right. be a, a team that would dominate this event. But <laughs> Yeah, I listened to Get a Grip. Um, I forget what episode it was, but Max was talking about how they kind of like pick each other. And it's like, well, dude, you know, like four, like a month before, they'll be like, are you playing? Are you got a teammate yet? And, you know, and it just kind of happens. So it's it's kind of cool. They should do a, uh, a ES or golf channel draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> Um, so on the European tour, I'm going to try not to botch this. You can help me out. Uh, it is the Gran Canaria Lopesian Open. Lopesian? How are you getting Lopesian out of that? L- Lopesan? Okay. Lopesan? All right. Yeah, Lopesan. It's fucking, it's Spain. So yeah. Lopesan. That's why I went Lopesian. <laughs> I have no That's idea. more like something else other than Spain. Yeah, this is Spain. <laughs> uh, the Melanaris Golf Club. I have no yeah, idea. That, that I'm terrible. Molineris. Uh In Spain, in, in Gran Canaria, Spain, 6,500 yards to par 70. So short, shorter. So course. it's an executive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. According to the Vegas rankings, that is an executive course. Um, uh, PGA Tour champions, they are idle until the 30th. Uh, they'll be playing out in the woodlands after that. Uh, Corn Ferry Tour is in Texas, in Arlington, at the Texas Rangers Golf Club, the Veritech Bank Championship. Harry is playing in that. Yeah. And the LPGA is playing in the Hugel Air Premia? Premia? Premia. LA Open in Wilshire, the Wilshire Country Club, which is Sick. just awesome historical Hollywood yeah, golf. Yeah, super cool. Really cool. So expect to see a lot of the Hollywood sign, a lot of Walk of Fame. Yeah, all that good stuff. A lot of uh, San, uh, Malibu, not yeah, Malibu shots. Oh yeah, the beach, the beach. Yeah, um, sixty-four hundred yards, par seventy-one. So that's what's coming up on tour. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back.
Golfers, tee it up this year at Las Vegas Golf Superstore with the hottest new arrivals from Titleist. Introducing the new Titleist TSI family of drivers. The new TSI drivers are faster in the air, longer off the tee, and straighter down the fairway. Four drivers give you maximum performance for any type of dedicated golfer. Swing by Las Vegas Golf Superstore and get custom fit today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and shop us online at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Like we say always after that little break, make sure you head in to Las Vegas Golf Superstore, pick up some golf gear, balls, hats, shirts, polos, clubs, bags, putters, tees, training aids, tees, training aids, feedback putter grips, high high density lead tape, (laughs) which is amazing, by the way. All right, let's get into this. Look at this Instagram. It's been an inside of him. Started out as a lemon's heart. Then my phone went and made it art. Look at this Instagram, our favorite little social media shout out segment where we like to talk about all things Instagram. Yeah. Follows, likes, love, shares, stories, reels, the works. Let's spin the wheel. We got we got some Perrier this yeah, week. Perrier. That Perrier pineapple. Yeah. Perrier pineapple wheel. And hey, look, that landed on Jeremy. Jeremy, who are you picking this week? Nice pick. I like it. I like it. Damn you, Jeremy. Why can't you be here when you're supposed to be here? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, who are you taking this week? Uh, I'm gonna go with a little little odd one. Uh, not very active, but someone I think people should know. Uh, it's gonna go at M O E N O R M A N G O L F. Uh, for those that don't know, that's Mo Mo Mo, no- Mo Norman Golf. Uh, if you don't know Mo Norman, check him out. Really uh, interesting character. Very interesting. Character. Very interesting. Uh, a lot of people have said he he's the best ball striker they've ever seen. He's got a really uh, interesting swing, and he doesn't and just pipes it. Pipes it. He just, doesn't and he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He's like, yeah, it's that simple. Yeah, just do it. Just line it up, swing. Yeah, hit the ball. Yeah, what's the problem? Yeah. So if you don't know Mo Norman, you should just just check it out so you know who he is because uh, he's a character in in golf that you should know. It's. I, I think he would be the type of guy who would be sitting at a bar that you could just say, hey, you pick anybody at the bar, I bet you I could beat uh, them. Right. And like, I'm picking that guy. Yeah. And yeah. then he goes out there and just whoops your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had some uh, Canadian status and he won a bunch on the Canadian. And when he came to America, uh, the PGA Tour, I think he was kind of like laughed at. Yeah. You know, but look into him. Uh, awesome character. Long, really cool. straight, just yeah, piped it. Yeah. Fun to watch. All right. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with Harry Hall. Yeah. Uh, if you followed our Instagram stories yesterday, I posted a ton of his footage going around on the final round out at Paiute. Uh, didn't have the round that he was hoping to have, of course, but it was fun to watch. He's a great guy. I talked to him before the round started. He actually pulled up the same time I did. Um to, to get out there. So I went over and talked to him and his caddy for a little bit. Yeah. Wished him luck and then followed him around. Just awesome guy. Heard some great stories from the crowd. People talking about the things that he's done where people have offered him things and he's like, nope, just 
give it to this person, give it to this person. Not somebody looking out there to make a name for himself and the, you know, the fame side of it wants to make a name for himself for his golf skills. Yeah. So, uh, Harry Hall Golf, if you're not following, make sure to give him a follow. He's definitely going to be one of the names you're going to see on the PGA Tour for years to come because he is wildly. Yeah, very good. Wildly Very talented. good player. So um, that's it for this shortened version of look at this Instagram. Um, Jeremy, you, you got anything you want to say about that? <laughs> Who's Harry's caddy? I, I did not know. I did not know he, him. I mean, I, when I was there on Thursday, like he just looked familiar to me and I was trying to place it, but I don't think this is who he is, but he looks similar to Tony's old caddy. He, he's got an English accent. He's tall like Harry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I told Harry, hey, if you ever, you ever need a caddy, you need a caddy, you know, let me know. And I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't do that because he's got a big golf bag. And yeah. <laughs> carrying around, carrying that thing around pipe. Yeah. Ugh. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was too funny. So, um, yeah, that's it. And um, so from there, we're going to do a little... I don't care if the sun don't shine I do my drinking in the evening time When I'm in Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas! Man, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. So let's kick it off with the big event that took place over the weekend at a Paiute, mm -hmm. the MGM Resorts Paiute Championship. You were out there on Thursday. I was, yeah. What did you think? What was your... It was cool. I mean, obviously, first round, not a lot of people are going to be out there. It's not the weekend. Um, I just, I knew there was I, a lot more golfers because the cut. That's you know. true. Yeah, yeah. So what I did, I was, I left work. I swung by for about an hour, and I, I hung out around the first tee, ninth green, eighth, tenth, tenth tee, and eighth, eighteenth green, and, and watched for a little bit. Cool, man. I mean, cool seeing those guys because they can uh, smack it, and they got some swings out there. Yeah, it was. Uh, Jordan Bloxham, who's got a podcast up in Utah. I chatted with him today. I'll post that on our Instagram account later when he gets that up. Uh, but he was, we were talking about the event. And uh, he said, you know, you've been to both uh, PGA event and the Corn Ferry event. What did you, what were the differences? And as far as play goes, I don't think there's much difference. No. The, the talent pool is so rich in golf right did, now did you listen to the local knowledge pod this morning not yet not, not yet. yet okay i'm gonna listen to that this afternoon okay we, I'll, I'm doing we my, can talk about that my okay. house chores. deep thoughts i guess okay um but what i what i told him what i liked about it better than the shriners because i mean the shriners it's a pga it's fedex cup big names yeah not as big as we'd like but big names but at paiute it's just it's open it's beautiful the scenery is amazing it's windy. <laughs> <laughs> it's windy but you've got the great contrast between the green grass the blue lakes the brown desert the blue sky snow-capped mountains on yeah. some views it's just spectacular and you throw in the peat dye railroad tie bunkering yeah it's it's just an amazing visual oh yeah you don't get that it's tpc summerlin no you, you get you, some cool big houses and i mean as far as like a at Summerlin, there's only one spot where you can really see multiple holes, and that's 17, behind 17. Yeah. So at, at Sun, there are spots where you can see a lot of Dude, the action. there's so much going on. Yeah. You, you walk down that first hole, and then you've got 
uh, three coming back, four going out, nine coming in. I mean, there's yeah. so much going on or eight coming in, nine going out. Um, it was a, you know, we, I walked the, the front nine and then hung out on the 18th for a while and I had to get out of there. Um, but it's just, it was so much more visually enjoyable. Yeah. And even though you didn't have the big PGA tour names, I mean, it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of crowd because I don't know if it was COVID that's, related. That's also nice though, too, because Yo, it's more intimate. Absolutely. I mean, so many times if I go to a PGA tour event and I want to watch somebody tee off, you got to get to that tee box three groups ahead of them Yeah. because the crowds come in and even then you're going to get shut off because somebody's going to be like, Oh, Hey, my brought my kid all the way out here. Yeah. Let right. Let him get in front of you and, or stuff like that, which I've yeah. done that. So yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but I mean, completely uninterrupted views. It was awesome to see the sounds of the, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it was, it was a really great experience and hats off to the team at Paiute and oh, yeah. BD global sports and MGM resorts for putting this together and pulling it off in three months. Yeah. Cause I mean, this wasn't on the schedule in, in January. Right. And to have that go on without a hitch, I don't think there was any issues the course was spectacular. It looked great. I mean, Jeremy and I were just sitting there yesterday going, man, I want to play. <laughs> they swapped the sand too, didn't they? It, the sand looked different to me. It looked white, whiter. No, I don't. No? It didn't look any different to me. It looked whiter to me. So who knows? Maybe. Maybe they brought some in. I don't know. But it, it was pure. The yeah. greens oh, were flawless. Some of those, like you posted a couple putts were the chips that just, yeah, you just know, ran uh, out. We saw somebody on 18 chip in from just off the front of the green because it's back left pin placement mm-hmm. on Sunday. And, I mean, he hit this chip like maybe five yards, <laughs> and it rolled all the way the hole and dropped. And it was like, it was beautiful. But, yeah. I mean, the greens are so damn good out there. So good. And talked with their marketing department. They uh, were really happy the way everything went off. They were a little nervous because there was a scare for the course record. Which was sixty four, which I didn't know that. I thought oh, it was okay. lower than that. I mean, Harry shot a sixty five with us, yeah, um, pretty easily. But that day it was calm. Yeah, <laughs> there true. was there was no conditions, um, and he got to ride in a golf cart, and that right, yeah, th- th- that can affect it. That totally can affect it. Um, so, but Lipsky went seven under yesterday, shot a sixty five, scared it, and they said Thursday was brutal with the wind Friday, it was really calm. The guys were throwing darts. Oh yeah. And then Saturday and Sunday, the wind came back, but that, that is the only defense that golf course has. Yeah. And you throw a calm, calm, four calm days out there. You're going to have, you know, I didn't look, I had, I said the score was going to be 1200. What'd you say? I said 15. Jeremy said 16. 16. Okay. So, Hey, congrats to Jeremy for, uh, I don't know if he would have said 16 if I didn't say 15. Just a <laughs> little assist there. <laughs> Well, I, I said 12, and Uline won at 16, and then the rest of the field was 12. So It's true. Um, had he not had a couple that I think, you know, wins on Friday, and my 12 holds up. Yeah. So, I was close. Most uh, disappointing thing about the tournament? <sighs> Harry didn't win. Okay, I had, that's I had good money one. on him. Tyler didn't, or Taylor didn't make the cut. Yeah, bummer. Had money on him. Most disappointing thing, and I know Miles is very disappointed, no broadcast television. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, and, and we did see a few videos kind of trickle in on Saturday on CBS. Saw a few more videos on uh, Corn Ferry uh, Instagram come through, but 
just bummer, man, because, you know, that place would shine on, on TV, and hopefully they can get a sponsor for that next year when they are definitely here. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Knock on wood. Drop. Knock on. Knock on feedback putter. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven said, you need to find something else that you can use that for. I said, ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, cowbell. Dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> Break time. <laughs> <laughs> Chow's done. Chow's done. <laughs> Oh, oh. God, that's loud. Drop it. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody told me I did a disservice to Logan. And I said, hey, I was putting one of the baddest putters ever. Yeah, you were giving it a fair chance. Yo, yeah. I didn't put it on a, you know, rock club, bargain yeah. basement, demo, beat up to shit club. Yeah. I put it on some no, premier stuff. No Tom Weisskopf Dunlop putter from <laughs> Goodwill or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief. So, um, yeah, hopefully they get some TV coverage. Could, can you imagine that course on TV? It would just... It would be fantastic. You know, and I I did talk with a couple of the players and ask them what their thoughts were of the, of the facility of the course. All of them were blown away. I didn't hear one person say, you know, F this, I'm never coming back. Yeah. It, they were all blown away with it. So hats off to them. And like I said in the IG post yesterday, just reaffirms our stance that Paiute is tops in this town. Um, so then we had the Saturday Skins game. Yeah. This is my first time playing in the Double Par Empire yep. Right? Yep. group. Um, man, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Um, it's a Saturday group. It's skins. It's a Skins game. Skins, Dots. Skins, Dots, and they got a Callaway game that they play also, yeah. um, which is fun for the guys with the higher handicaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played out at Las Vegas National, 7 a.m. tea time. Haven't been up that early to golf in a while. Um, course was in. Man, it looked... It, it, it looked so much better than it played. It Well, the thing is, is in the morning, it looked beautiful. It looked uh, some of the best I've seen uh, national look in the morning. Some of those early morning photos were fantastic about you know an hour into it it started drying out a bit and it it got a little dry but that second hole i've never seen that second hole look that good it was beautiful it was amazing beautiful i said it like four times like wow i can't believe how dope this hole looks and i showed my appreciation by topping my (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt i was so enamored with the beauty yeah i forgot we were playing golf it, it was fantastic looking but yeah that was a that was a fun group uh trevor does um, a lot of work. Lot of work. <laughs> we were sitting there afterwards with them, and people are just coming in and throwing money at them. And yeah. I was like, it was giving me anxiety. I was like, yeah. no, no, there's a there, there'll be a line, yeah. <laughs> and you wait. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, him was that his brother that was? I think it might have been that was helping him. I mean, fun time. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Everybody was cool in the group. I don't think that there was any drama. Um, only drama I had was. Uh, O.J. Simpson was standing behind me at the hot dog stand. <laughs> a little nervous, but, you know, Juice was out there with his crew. Yeah. Um, but I definitely will be playing in it again. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I uh, wasn't allowed to get in Skins games. This is my first time. Right. Um, but I'm looking forward to the next time they play. I think they're at Coyote this week. But yep, Coyote this weekend. We got something else going on. We do. Um, we'll look into that after this. You knocked another course off the list. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. Well, you know, you've done so many. Yeah, no, there's only a few left. So how many do you, do you know? I'll have to look at the list. How many you got left? There's not, not at all. It's like five, four or five, all private. Uh, And then um, Shadow is one too. So So you got to play Dragon Ridge. Yeah. What were your thoughts on Dragon Ridge? 
Uh, I went in trying not to expect much. Uh, you know, I had heard good things about it. I've heard bad things, not necessarily bad things, but like people were like, yeah, there's, there's some funky holes out there, uh, which I found out what, which ones those are. But <laughs> 10. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 10 and 18, a little, 10's a little funky, or 18's a little funky too. Yeah. Um, first impression, yeah, uh, Buddy was there waiting for me, uh, and we went to the range. And I got to say, it's an awesome range, huh? That turf on that range is the best turf I've ever hit off of. Yeah. It was amazing. That's like private, private range. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, and it wasn't really like that on the course. Like, yeah, the fairways were great, but that turf on the range was just fantastic. It's special. It was, I don't know if it was just the sanding under the, under the grass or, but man, I was like right off the bat. I was like, holy cow. Wow. This is amazing. Um, nice little chipping green. Uh, putting green rolling super smooth and true quick um looked a little furry but that was kind of deceiving the greens were fantastic i mean i said to you guys in the in the text chat that pretty pretty similar to paiute like i i almost like those greens at dragon ridge more than paiute oh wow because they're not as firm they're a little yeah. softer um i mean more receptive yeah yeah i mean paiute's receptive but you know, sometimes it's just, you can't even hold greens oh, out yeah. there. But if you put a good shot on the green here and, and you had some spin, it it was stopping and it, and it, and it was holding. Some super cool holes out there. Uh, definitely want to play it again. Number seven is my favorite hole on the property. That's the one with, with the, the lake on the, the lake right. on the right. Yeah. You, yeah. It bends up to the green. That's a, and me, we played from the tips and it, it's pretty long. Yeah. It's beefy back there. Yeah. Pretty beefy. Uh, Hit some good drives, hit some a few bad drives. So did you tee off across the road on eighteen? On eighteen, no, no, no. Yeah, there's a tee box on the other side of the road. Oh, okay, yeah, there, there used to be. I don't know if it's still there. I didn't. I didn't see anything. Um, I pro- I'm sure they probably took that out for car <laughs> car danger purposes. You hit my Bentley. Yeah, did uh eighteen? Well, sixteen. That short par four mm-hmm. drivable. Um, took out driver and, and landed in the right side. Front pin. Had to had about 44, 45 yards over the bunker. Uh, never seen the green before. Hit a flop shot. Perfect. Super sick. Two inches. Birdie. That Man. was a good one. Shot of the day right there. Well, you had an eagle at Las Vegas National, too. I did. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one, too. Um, <laughs> so 15, you, you hit your tee shot right. Yeah. Worried it might come down in the lake. You covered the lake. Covered the lake. You hit a three wood about three feet off the ground. That yeah. went 400 yards. <laughs> yeah, it, it went a ways. Hugging the trees. Uh, hit, it, it was either super firm there or I got, I got a bounce somewhere, but it was right up by the green. You flopped it in over the bunker on that a was hill. Some, that was some heavy, deep rough, too. Yeah. It, I knew it wasn't going to spin. Um, and it, it landed and, and bounced left almost yeah. at a 90-degree angle into the cup. Yeah. And you're lucky it hit the cup because I yeah, think it would have been, been 40 it. feet past it. <laughs> I mean, I hit it exactly how and where I wanted to. That was really cool to watch it drop. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, but yeah, Dragon Ridge, uh, super cool spot. I mean, I'm I'm not really a fan of joining anywhere because I I like to bounce around and yeah, it limits your where you can play. Yeah, and I think bouncing around makes you a better golfer because you see different. Um, situations and, and courses and styles uh but it, it, i mean it would be a contender because it's it's close to home and that practice facilities facility is fantastic um and the the member we played with he said uh it's like that pretty much all year yeah. long yeah so it was super cool 10 is a weird hold though next time i'll go left right 
it's a weird hole, huh? Well, even uh, I was told, like, that red stake right there, there's a lot of fairway out there, um, more than you think. I hit it over there, and it was super windy off the left and just caught too much spin and uh, lost it outright. But that that shot is very deceiving looking. I thought it was, I don't know what I saw, but it, it wasn't it what I saw. with you. Yeah, it was like uh, uh, 15 at, at Summerlin. You know, completely different once you drive up there. But yeah. it's it's a little... It's a little weird. Definitely not as good as that Summerlin par four. Yeah, it's it's that Summerlin par four is well designed, fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. This one is uh, a little odd. See, and then uh, eleven and twelve, those are the two holes that I was like, they didn't know where to put the golf course. So now oh, we'll just put it right here. It's just it doesn't. They don't like flow with the rest of the course. Yeah, it's just a little. I mean, it's it's still good golf, but <clears throat> I I just, thought it flowed pretty well though. Other than what they did, that certain design on those two holes, I think it flowed pretty well. The layout was pretty good. It's yeah. just get rid of some of those rocks. I don't know. They could have done something, make it more of a snake fairway. Um, some of those landing areas are just way too thin. You know, you could, could have done the whole thing as fairway and then just made like a really tough green to hold. Yeah. You know, to yeah. where... Hey, you're going to get in the fairway. Like at uh, 10 at Lex, you know, uh, downhill, um, you know, you, yeah. you hit a fairway wood, you can get it in the green on the fairway, no problem. Yeah. You got a really challenging approach shot. Yeah. I think it's that 10 hole. So it should have been a fatter landing area on the left, short, have a longer shot in the green, bigger landing area over the mound, shorter shot into the green, where that gives you two options, right? What this hole does is it's so slim over there. You have to hit such a short iron to even hold it, like or, or yeah. you know, be more precise. So I think I think that's where it was kind of messed up, and that's that's the same situation as eighteen. Is both landing spots are so thin and require a lot of precision that it's like you go either way. They're this they're the same. Yeah, you know, there's no benefit one I mean, or the other. Going to the left might give you a little bit better look into the green, but. You know, one side should be fatter and draw you away, f you know, to the easy, harder shot into the green, you know. Yeah. So that's that's where I kind of stand. And what was funny is we were we were on 18 and I'm like, okay, I'll, you know, birdie here or something. And the clubhouse looks like a house that's out there. It does. And I was like, this is 18. We, I, I didn't realize we were on 18 until I walked onto the green. I was like, holy cow, that's a clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, it blends in really. Yeah, those houses out there are amazing. Dude, there's some that insane that one right across the street from the clubhouse as you did you come in off of uh stephanie, stephanie you, yeah yeah not that not uh, no, valley verde no 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 you got to do the valley verde entrance because yeah. you wind through the neighborhood yeah i was houses. going oh, to um, beautiful houses yeah. my goodness yeah beautiful. some of those houses are insane but yeah dragon ridge uh if you ever get a chance to play it play it obviously all right uh where would you so what privates have you played uh, LVCC, South Shore, Canyon Gate, Summerlin, Summerlin, and now Dragon Ridge. Now Dragon Ridge. So where would you rate it on those five? <sighs> um, I would need some time. Uh, so I would say the top would be Summerlin, LVCC, and Dragon Ridge. All very different. Yeah. Uh, Canyon Gate, I need to play again because when I played it, you know, it wasn't. I feel like the greens were kind of messed up. Messed up. 
and South Shore's up there too. It's it's very hard. Um, and they're all so different too. Yeah. You know, it, and I've said it before. If there was somewhere I was going to join, it'd be LVCC because I feel like that's the course you can't get tired of. Uh, not at all. Not at all. I agree with you. Hundred percent so on that. I would maybe say LVCC for course, Dragon Ridge for conditions, Summerlin for layout, South Shore for experience, atmosphere, atmosphere experience, and then Canyon Gate to be close to work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> I do got to go play it again, though. Oh, okay. Uh, so next up, we got the uh, VGN, our first major of the year, the VGN Paiute Championship. Yeah, you will know. take place next. Actually, this coming Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first group goes off at nine fifteen. We're playing the Snow Mountain Course. I've got. I did all the work this morning. Got everybody's handicaps locked in. Speaking uh, of Paiute, how sick was that Corn Fairy Trophy? Oh yeah, <laughs> so it was dope. Cool. The spiral, super like, dope. You know, if, yeah. We got some, uh, you know, head covers and uh, uh, yeah, towels and stuff with that logo on there. So you know, should probably just take those tabs off and embroider a VGN in there. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be hard. Yeah. Um, let's see. So the first group goes off at nine fifteen. We're playing the snow course. I can't wait. It. It looks like it's in phenomenal. I mean, it's always in phenomenal shape. Yeah, yeah, you can't go and, wrong. And I mean, shocker, um, this just in. It's gonna be windy. <laughs> no, as always, as always. But it's gonna be a fun, challenging day. We've got twenty-seven people, twenty-six, twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six players for this event. Um, Colby is our latest member. Got us to 40. That's Bob's brother. Oh, okay. So cool. he's in it. Apparently, the, I saw Wes. I was like, that's got to be uh, the golfing real estate agent's uh, yeah. brother or something. <laughs> uh, apparently, good sticks run in the family. Uh, he's joined 40 members. I'm pretty proud about that. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Got our major trophy over there that we will be handing out to the winner. A um, lot of points on the line for this. And I can't wait, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've got tomorrow the new Wilsons get here. Pumped about that. I did enjoy playing the Hanmas this over the weekend. Um, still not sure if those shafts are ideal, but I think it's better than what I was with how light those heads were on mm -hmm. the the Adam. So I think we're doing okay. I, that, you know, I played decent on the front nine, and then I just I let it get away and just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't care. Yeah. Um, so look for uh, updates on that. Follow our Vegas Golf Network Instagram page if you want to see some of the posts. And that I tell everybody tag me in that, and then we reshare them for each event. So that's always fun. And uh, up next, you we know got... what I'm excited about. Ooh, is... What are you excited about? So snow is my favorite course in town, right? Yes. So and best value. I've only played it one time. Shut up. Yes. So I because it's been it's been closed a lot over the past year and then before that it was we did legends and snow wasn't open snow wasn't part so of it, it could change you know I I could have this grandiose vision of snow mountain at at Paiute and it could change I doubt it. it yeah I doubt it well last time I played it is when Jeremy and I went out there and got our asses handed to us by Rich and his dad. Um, yes, Rich and his dad uh, <laughs> whooped us. So that um, was a while ago, too. Yeah, it wasn't. It, that was a year ago, probably. Nah, it wasn't that long. It was a while ago. 
Um, but I'm looking forward to... Uh... Oh, that reminds me. I Ooh. meant to do this last week. So you know how you were talking about uh, Concord and Lex? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went back and looked because I have the abilities with the handicap system yeah. to go back and look. Oh, I shoot better at Concord? No, 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 no. I didn't go into scores. Oh, okay. But you were just saying that you, you've played Concord so much and haven't played Lex at all. <laughs> so I looked. And you said you have to balance it out. Yeah. You got to play Concord. You got to okay. play Lex. You got to play Concord. Play I've Lex. played Lexington a lot more, I know. So, um, no, you're actually right. So, I have played Concord five times in the last six months. Mm-hmm. I've played Lex six times. Okay. So, I'm anxious to get on Concord again. It's that's I want to play the court again, and, and yeah. it's because I'm due. Um, you have played Concord four times, and Lex twice, with once being you left after nine holes. Mm-hmm. So I can see why you're tired of Concord. There we go. Thank you. It's Justified. Thank you. <laughs> Just like Justin Timberlake's album. <laughs> justified. <laughs> justified. Okay, so, um, so let's get into the locks for the Zurich. All right. Uh, for the odds, Cantlay and Shoffley. Uh, four and five in yeah, FedEx. Yeah, you want to talk about a drama for you. You uh, got your favorite player and the, your favorite player. I would, I, would, I would never pick them because they're eight to one. That's just not worth it to me. Um, and it's almost set up to be so perfectly won by them, you know, like after Masters uh, defeat, miss cut, you know, Shoffley 16 and they're together and I could just see it uh, and they'll probably like miss the cut or something this week. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cantlay and Shoffley 8 to 1, Palmer and Rom 8 to 1. I'm not going to go through all these. I'm going to go uh, more Colin Wolf 13 to 1. No, go, go through as many as you want. I'm just going to pick some people. Okay. Uh, Scheffler and Bubba, 13 to 1. Champ Finau, 14 to 1. Chris Kirk and Brendan Todd, 20 to 1, which is a good one. Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, 22 to 1. Uh, Gooch and Homa, 30 to 1. Uh, Hovland and Ventura, uh, Oklahoma. What's the wrong one? Which? Oh, Oklahoma State. So, oh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Uh, <laughs> Hovland and Ventura, 35 to 1. <laughs> Uh, Rosen Stenson, 35 to 1. Domin and, or Joel Damon and Lanto Griffin, 45 to 1. Let's see. There's a couple of good ones that are kind of deep. Um, Peter Uline and Richie Moransky, 85 to 1. Uh, Redmond and Ryder, 100 to 1. There's a lot of interesting teams. Akshay, Batia, and Scott Piercy, 125 to 1. Uh, Happy Barnhart and Artwall. There, yeah, there's that's a good team. There's some good ones in here. Yep. So uh, let's spin the Perrier pineapple wheel to see who picks first. Stat guy, that is you. Homa Gooch. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We had a stat guy, yeah. From a distance, from a distance. He phoned it in and uh, gave uh, Max Homa and Tyler Gooch as his pick. So, Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. Boom. Locked in. All right, spin the wheel. Perrier, pineapple. That is me. And my pick this week, I'm I'm in a funk, so... uh, before you got here, I was digging deep yeah. into data golf. Love what you showed me. Um, and I saw that distance and accuracy to, or distance and approach more important this week than the other stats. So I looked for a couple bombers. 
that are paired together. And I'm going with Finau and Champ. Okay. 14 to 1. Yeah, no bonus. But I'm going with the big boys. So I'm to- I'm torn like between five picks. There's five that I really like. Um, only five? Only five this week that I really like. Um, so I'll you're s- gonna do what what Trevor suggested and put twenty bucks on all on all five? No. So <laughs> as of as currently as of right now, I've put four dollars on uh, Neesmith and uh, Seifert, and then six dollars on Will Gordon and Michael Thompson. Mm. I think that's a sleeper team. They're seventy to one. They're uh, going to not do good in alternate shot, though. That's the only problem with that team. We'll see. That's that's my that's my pick. That's your theory. Um, and then Damon and Lanto, 45 to 1. I do like those. But um, I also like Chris Kirk and Brandon Todd together, too. But I'm going to pick Sam Burns and Billy Horschel at 22 to 1. Burns and Horschel, 22 to 1. Yeah, I haven't thrown money on it yet because 22 to 1 is a little low for my... A little low for your gambling. Yeah. I'd have to throw like 40 on that to make it worth it, I think. Or no, 20. 20. 20. Yeah. Um, so that's our locks for the Zurich. And um, I'm getting some deep thoughts. So, this isn't really a deep thought. It's more of a what-the-fuck thought. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching the final round yesterday on CBS Sports, no, it was the replay because I got home after it had ended. Uh, I was watching the replay on Golf Channel. Yeah. And one of the first commercials was for the hammer driver. Yeah. How in the hell... Is that still an advertisement? Because they're paying. My God, though. I mean, how? That's what I want to know. Is how, What is the money that Golf Channel is charging to where the hammer, they can't be making money. I'm sorry. Yeah. They can't be making money. Did, did they? I'm wondering if they got like a lifetime contract when Golf Channel first started and they had no investors. There's people that get taken from those freaking social security calls from China on their phone. <laughs> There's people that hand that out, you know? But that's my deep thought. How the hell is the hammer still relevant advertising in 2021? Somebody let me know. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, you've got to be shitting me that that's the best that you can do? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And the square shoes. And the square. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, so, well, I'm going to wait on some stuff, but because uh, Jeremy should be in this. But a couple, how good, since you're speaking of commercials, how good is that? Oh, my Lord. Again. How good is that uh, Golf Galaxy commercial? Have you seen it? Which one is that? Where it's like, some people don't get it. You know, the constant. Oh, yes, yes. Man. I have seen that. That is good. And it's like, just for the thought of striking it pure. It's like, a good golf commercial. It's fantastic. Way better than the hammer. Oh, way better than the hammer. Uh, 
And then another comment is, I'm sure people will agree with this. A lot of people will. Can we just fucking get rid of Nick Falbo? Please. <laughs> He's so bad. He's so bad. It's just not even. Oh, my gosh, dude. He's just so bad. Like, he just says the dumbest the stuff. oddest stuff. That have no relevance. It's, it's, it's like he just pulls it out of left field and, and thinks that it's funny. Yeah. And like, my wife tells me that all the time. He's, you, I laugh at my own jokes all the time. She's like, you're not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny because it's so stupid, like that they allow him to say this stuff on there. Maybe he's another one of those. I mean, they got rid of Faraday and kept him. I mean, it's just, yeah. I, maybe he's another one of those lifetime contracts that as long as there's golf on CBS, I'm going to yeah. be there. I don't know, man. I I could just really do without him. I really could. And he and he's with Nance, like one of the greatest, right? Well, do you know who I uh, Colt Nost was doing Masters? On yes. The, yeah. Outstanding. Great job. Love listening to him talk. He's yeah. relatable. He knows the players. Yeah, it's and not, Shane Bacon too. It's not in a, oh Shane Bacon is amazing. Those two together were great. Oh, it just really entertaining listening to them talk about. Augusta and the players. I mean, the stories they have about the players, it, yeah. it kind of stuck that stuck that they were stuck with the feature group, so they didn't get to expand their knowledge on other players. Right. But my God, would that be a huge increase great. in? Well, that's the entertainment. thing. Yeah, and you're you're going to catch the younger generation. You know, you're going to get them more inclined to watch. You know, because I don't think a lot of people watch golf and enjoy watching golf. I mean, yeah. there are, there are people that do, of course, but. Yeah. I think the younger generation, I mean, I'm younger generation, I guess, but <laughs> I enjoy it. Uh, they would rather play the game and because it's fun being out there with your buddies and playing the game, but they got to find a way to make watching it more entertaining and not stupid talking about how freaking Stuart Sink bought Levi's at the outlet for 25 bucks one day and his Completely brother's wearing them now or something. pointless. Completely yeah, and pointless. he didn't say that, but you know, it, it might as well say shit like that. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. remember when I saw him at Blockbuster Video one time. It right. Just, yeah. It, it's shit that comes out of left field that that just makes no sense. But uh, yeah, I think I think that would be great. I mean, freaking pull bones up there or something. Or I'd even rather have Dottie in the booth than Nick Falco. <laughs> you know. Uh, Phil would be amazing too. Yeah, Phil. I mean, but he's still playing. he's still playing. But I don't know. I. But Phil's going to say some stuff that's out of left field too. But it'll it'll probably be more entertaining than Faldo oh, for it was sure. Way more entertaining when he went with Faldo that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's the other thing? Yeah, Phil. What's the other thing? God, it's just <laughs> and there's a lot of lulls and just dead space that I don't know. It it uh, one of the things that drives me nuts about when I watch PJ tour live, cause you get the feature groups and I like what, what I like watching on the masters is when they do the three holes, mm-hmm. you know, so you got the amen's corner and right, you right. got 15, 16, 17. And I like watching all the groups come through those holes. Yeah. You see how everybody plays it differently. You're not stuck on one, you know, watching one group. It's the same person hitting the same shots throughout. It, I mean, it's entertaining, but you get kind of bored of it. And I just like that, uh, watched uh bryson at the masters because mm-hmm. he was on the feature group and it was just like man i'd like to see somebody else right now yeah yeah but they they kind of run out of things to say with those featured groups because yeah. you don't have a new golfer doing something and it's 
Oh, he hit a good approach shot there. He's going to have a hard time getting up and down. Yeah. Oh, he hit a good shot there. He's in the bunker. Going to be a tough shot getting up and down. Right. Oh, he hit a good shot there. He's got a nice putt. Going to be a tough shot. It's like the same thing they say over and over and over again. Got to find a way to mix it up. And Yeah, and we already know those. We know Bryson, what he's doing. We know, you know, we know a lot about Bryson. We don't know a lot about Sam Burns or Christoph Ventura or whoever it may be. And I just, I mean, those guys weren't in the Masters, but still. I would like to see them mix it up a little bit. Absolutely. Good deep thoughts. Good deep thoughts. Okay, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's show. This is the Weekly Walk and the Chasing Daylight Podcast. My name's Matt. That's Joe. Stat guy, you got uh, anything that you want to conclude for this week's show? Till next week. Good. That's some solid, solid input right there. So. Um, make sure you give the, the Vegas Golf Network on Instagram a follow. We got our match going on out there. That'll be some uh, good stuff. You get to see one of our favorite courses in town yeah. on the Instagram feed with everybody posting photos. So uh, until then, make sure you get out and chase some daylight. Later. Later.